0: that episode this is outro right
1: no oh you want the intro like the way we used to do
0: it oh my bad
1: well Well, last time was clunky
0: well this is clunky too now (laughs) this is a sweat equity podcast
1: you're the one asking questions and stuff and then like
0: Uh, number one comedy business podcast (laughs) in the world
1: (laughs) son of a bitch man god damn it i quit who's rusty dude no it's your stupid zoom meeting thing well let me It's downloading greatness I'm stopping converting
0: Um, Listen to us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify And this episode brought to you by Zupyak Z-U-P-Y-A-K dot com Put in the promo code SWEAT For the best AI content writer For your Jimmy Jams You can write blog posts You can write What the hell? Social captions I'm so tired and sick
1: For your Jimmy Jams For your Jimmy Jams bro
0: you cool cats out there.
1: <laughs> Just get through it. Just get
0: through it. You can That's do That's Promo code SWEAT, like Keith Sweat, Montez Sweat, Sweat Equity. Put in the promo code, get hooked up, holler if you hear me. Let's get the party started. howdy it Sweat
2: sweat equity podcast now okay we're we're good what
1: okay very nice um uh
0: dustin um we ask everybody come comes on the podcast these two questions we got to add the lightning round ones i just remembered that
1: i uh, did too on the drive over here
0: um we want to start asking uh guests a bunch of lightning uh lightning round questions that have nothing to do with anything but okay. these two, we don't got to
1: worry. This isn't a lightning round. This is regular speed. Yeah, these so two, you can take th- your time.
0: These two, we ask everybody that comes on the podcast for the first time. Um, did you watch any episodes? Listen to any episodes? Before?
2: I did. I just finished listening. I was halfway through your last episode. I did. I I very rarely do. Okay. And for some reason, I listened to yours, cool. and I was. Um, I was perplexed to number one of why I was booked on the show, and (laughs) I'm kidding. And then secondly is uh, I actually was very intrigued. I was like, okay, this could be you know uh, a departure from typically what I have to do, which could be more fun. So I I am excited for the show. So
0: yes, I've listened. We are the number one business slash comedy podcast in the world. So that's what we shoot for. We
1: want it to be fun for you guys. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was. Yeah, I enjoyed listening to it.
0: Business is so stuffy and 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 all and the funniest craziest shit I've ever heard was not from comedians. It's from it's from like CEOs. Shouldn't be saying it. Yeah. Um, Second question is: What advice would you give your 13 year old self?
2: Oh man! Do I have to answer it right now?
0: Yeah. Yeah,
2: so it's kind of lightning round, I guess. The
0: idea, the idea yeah. is whatever comes to mind is probably the best thing you would tell yourself.
2: No, I, I would, I literally would have told myself to, um, to start sooner. I guess I, um, I, I wasted years of being an idiot, and, and uh, man, if I could have started at thirteen doing what I was doing, I'd be uh, life would be very different in a great way.
0: So, were, were you? Uh... Uh, did you grow up kind of unorganized? Uh, I saw your bio. It said there's a kind of a maybe a lack of discipline growing up. Tell us about that.
2: Oh, man, I had zero. I had zero discipline. I had zero purpose. I uh, had all the entitlement and pride you could possibly imagine as a 13-year-old, um, you know, D-bag. Can you and, give us an, uh, exa- was, an
1: example of that? We probably have our own examples if we dug deep yeah. well,
0: every, like, every, every boy at some point in, in middle school ages does some cocky shit that you're yeah, like, you yeah. you're so regret it. But oh, yeah. but it sounds like you had a flurry of these. What uh, Any examples?
2: Yeah. Well, what you just said, the first thing that comes to mind is always good. It wasn't 13, it was shortly thereafter, but I, I had a real big mouth. And, uh, I thought I was the coolest guy ever. And, um, I remember calling a guy out to a parking lot one time and I was a teenager. I was young and, uh, never thought he would ever show up cause I was tough and he showed up and he was tougher. And, uh, <laughs> I learned a very valuable lesson that day. And, um, you know, he humbled me in front of a large group of human beings and it was, uh, painful and embarrassing in both ways, but the embarrassment was probably, you know, a million times worse, but the, um, The lack of humility and the pride and the the entitlement and the um, just being just a a cocky young kid was – it was really out of control, I would say, during my teenage years.
0: Yeah, hubris will fuck you up. Yeah. Well, I mean, that
1: age, that age alone is so – it's so weird for boys and girls, but for boys especially. All the testosterone starts to going. It's like, I got to show everybody how badass I am for some reason.
0: Were you the big – guy in your group of friends kind of deal.
2: No, no, I was about to say, like, I had a massive chip on my shoulder. Cause like my oh. dad wasn't around, he's not a bad guy, but he was, you know, off doing other stuff. Okay. And, um, I was like a short fat kid. Like I got, I was, I never, I didn't grow. And then I was like super fat. So, um, I didn't grow until I was like 17, 18 years old. So like you add that right in the middle of being teenage years and girls. And then, you know, I went to an all boys school, so it was, uh, you know, 10 times as bad. And, um, You know, the only thing I had behind me was just a loud mouth and not much to back it up.
0: You know, that's one of those lessons that you go, you know, he's a big kid. Fat doesn't equal power.
1: No, you know, (laughs) you know, when you're
0: younger, you're like that. I don't know. I'm not messing with that kid. You're like, oh, he's fat. You realize later, like, I could have I could have. Yeah, Bought this guy I was scared of. Yeah, sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's like offensive line, right. A mix, exactly. But Some of those
1: bodyguards you. See that was not. That was not clinically obese. Nice. It was the exact. That was the exact opposite.
0: Yeah, I had a lot of friends that were like that in the de- back in the day. Like uh, they were fat, thus they thought they were strong, mm. and they weren't, but could talk shit like no one else. Um, so, no dad in the picture grew up. Uh, we found out before we heated the mics up that. You're down the street from us, really, in, in Tampa. Uh, no doubt around. It's true. And growing up here, you, we went to the same high school at the same time, which is fucking weird. Yeah, <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. I mean, weird. insane. I mean, I'm two years older, but still, that's just bizarre. Yep. Um. Uh. And so tell us about getting from lack of discipline to basically de- flipping that all the way around. Like you basically did a 180. Yeah. Was there, yeah, was there I mean, a turning point, like a movie, like something, something,
1: was it getting happened, your beat? or was
0: it just a slow, like, I got to fi- I got to get habits going. I got to get routine. Cause we talk about a lot of that on, on the show.
2: Yeah. So, um, that like being a very unhealthy kid and, and my, you know, my dad's not a bad guy. He just was kind of, you know, far away. And I grew up with my mother and my grandma and, and the last thing on their plates was, uh, teaching somebody about about like health and nutrition and fitness and stuff. Right. So I grew up a fat kid and bad habits like that lead to bad habits and poor health habits as, uh, you know, a 20 something or whatever. So, um, those habits continued with me, except they went from like food and stuff into like drinking and drug use. Right. So as a 20 something, I was uh, incredibly lost. I got myself in all kinds of trouble. I was more, in, you know, involved in partying and, um, running around town, And, uh, and all that kind of fun stuff. And I, I had zero purpose, right? I didn't go to school. I didn't do any of those things. I just thought it would magically happen one day. And those things begin to compound and you find yourself kind of with nothing. And and that's exactly what I did. I had a friend who eventually was like, Hey man, why don't you like kind of put away all that stuff and stop doing that and come to the gym with me that day. And I didn't have any of that kind of stuff. And I decided to go with him. And that little turning point, However mundane or you know small it might have been, that really changed my perspective on life because it gave me something not only to do but something I found extreme interest in, um, something that I could not buy or cheat my way into or you know steal or anything, um, and I, I had to work for it. and It and it taught me uh, a level of discipline and showing up every day. and I found out that I loved it, and it it got me into the gym business uh, at a you know in my twenties. And um, I kind of turned around and, and made that the focus of my career in life was the health and fitness space.
1: I always liked having the goals of, of weightlifting. You could always, it was easy to figure out a random goal. I'm going to do this many reps for this much weight and all that. And it was really because I was like 17 when I started to get into it. And uh, it was always nice to have something like that direction in it.
0: Yeah, the routine. Of, I used to go with my dad at 13 to Harry Smith's. That was a like a fucking hundred. Main dropper. A hundred year old gym. <laughs> uh, right across the street from the hook your, first your outback. Look up
1: to that, that giant belt that jiggles your butt. Well,
0: I had to tell him, uh, Dad, I can't go with you anymore once I saw this weird dude there.
1: Naked <laughs> in the locker no, room? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. uh,
0: apparently all the wrestlers and boxers used to stop in that gym all the time. Like my dad said he opened up, like um, there's a racquetball court that I didn't know existed for 40 years going there. And then I was like, what's that room back there? And it's like, Oh, there's a racquetball court no one uses. That's fucking weird. Everything's greasy. Everything's disgusting. Uh old school Jack Lane style owner, Harry Smith, lived to be like 93. So longevity-wise, weightlifting, everything I read is just about that. But like he Not all
1: about it, but it's important. My
0: dad walked in that racquetball court and saw Andre the Giant in there. Another Andre the Giant reference wow, two episodes two a row. ago. Um but, like, uh, I saw a guy in a beret in a, like, a unitard, leotard oh,
1: yeah. kind of thing. That'll turn you off the gym. With a
0: mustache. No, and it's just weird. The like, Frenchman. I'm out. I'm going to go work out at the Y. You know, so. But uh, that story aside, you know, I do feel like all boys in their early 20s are rudderless. Whether they're getting in trouble or not, It's it, that's a different story. But <clears throat> I feel like You kind of really don't know shit. I mean, late teens, early twenties. You're kind of like, I have no clue what I'm doing, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna. uh, It's good that you found that thing to go. Okay, this is something consistent I can at least put some energy into. And another thing, I tell everybody that they're stressed and anxious and they're talking to me about all their their problems. I'm like, go take a walk or go to the gym. Like go. I feel we've talked about it on this show a lot,
1: get your wiggles out.
0: Women of our generation have a lot of anger because they've been told they can do it, be it all, be a boss, babe, right. and be all that stuff. And then they don't know where to put that art and it goes in the wrong direction a lot of the time. And it's like, please go work out. Please go, just do, go for a walk right. without your phone or something. So, yeah. um, I digress. I, I want to dovetail this into your bioprotein technology. Um, But tell us where you're. So you're about 20 years old. You're finding you're finding the iron paradise. Click, clack. Yeah. All that. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And I I think I think the working out, it just was for me. I think everybody needs to just kind of find. And this sounds so cliche, but it is. it's, It's like, what is your purpose? What gets you out of bed? Because before that, man, like I could you couldn't get me out of bed before noon or 1 p.m. to do anything. Right. So. Uh, when I found that and I weaseled my way into somebody's gym and in a mentor, my first mentorship, man, I would be out of bed and at his gym working for free at 7am, cleaning toilets and scrubbing barbells and taking out garbage. It's just, it's, it's something that just got me out of bed and I love doing it. So I, that's all I cared about and pursued that. So I continued that. I was under the tutelage of an ex-Olympic athlete there. And, um, I just loved the business and I did everything I could to learn about it. I, I spent, that's where I spent my time and, from that point on, I got um, – I took over somebody else's gym, doing the same thing, cleaned all their crap. I basically was just glorified a janitor. But I weaseled my way in enough to um, to start taking over their No,
0: businesses.
1: that's entrepreneurial and, before yeah. you they technically least, are one. Did you at least get a free membership?
2: Yeah, that's how it all started. I okay. couldn't afford the guy's so, membership. And I'm like, yo, I will – I will take out your garbage. I'll clean your toilets. There you go. Uh, I can't pay. I can't pay you. And that's how I would weasel my way in. There you go. So, um, yeah. So I took over my, uh, one of my first gyms, uh, a couple years after that. And then from there it was successful. And I had a, um, I got picked up by a, a franchise, a national franchise that does sports training. Uh, they had a location here in town and I took over their sales and marketing development and that went well. And, uh, I got involved in professional athletics And then I had a, um, I had somebody, I wanted to do my own thing for a long time. I didn't, I've never been a great person to work for other people. I don't always play well with others in that respect. My business partner now goes, uh, you're just not the corporate guy. And I, and I know that I, I, I build my business the same way of kind of the anti-hero of, you know, corporate America style stuff. But um, I got picked up to work with uh, an investor and I created my own facility And through all of that time and all of those different um, ventures, I had always utilized a a group of formulas that were created by a lab here in town. It was a small regional company, but I used them through professional athletics. I used them through different populations, whether it was younger, whether it was older, in the mid-40s, midlife. And they always worked really, really well, and they always were super safe and effective. And I knew that there was always something there, and I used them myself. And so when I was exiting my last venture, I was like, man, I, I got I to gotta figure out how to do this. And so I spoke with one of my mentors. He was very interested in participating in my next venture. We went into the business. It wasn't for sale. Um, I basically said, I want to buy it. I want to do this and I want to do it right. We came to an agreement in three weeks, uh, wrote a check, and now we're in over 40 different countries on every continent other than Antarctica. So it's it's and that has been the last five years. So it's been a pretty wild ride since then.
0: I mean, that is the sweat equity story, it really. Yeah, that's you know, you you hustled your way into positions, and you did more than you had to, you know, uh, to get to this point where you're at. And I'm sure you you don't feel like you're done at all, but. Tell us about this uh, bioprotein technology.
2: Yeah, so what bioprotein technology is, we, we make a product called Pro Plus, which has been our big hit. It's a non-synthetic alternative to prescription HGH and peptide treatments. So we, as a brand and as a company, we manufacture and create non-synthetic alternative to prescription medication. The, the hormone space has been a space that has really sucked us up and had um, the greatest success.
0: So, uh, so i want to do roids <laughs> we'll circle back
2: i'm just yeah, i heard i heard your last show I, it was a lot of roid talk so i was like
1: oh, maybe this, we have an yeah, alternative now
0: really fun yeah well it sounds like it's a compliment to it but i don't
1: know yeah do both do both okay for sure um, so when you say, uh, synthetic, uh, alternatives, what are we talking about here? What is the actual uh, mechanism for these sure. things?
2: So we, we make non-synthetic alternatives. So oh, if we bad. focus on our, our number one product, it's cool. Oh, our number one <sighs> product is called BioProPlus. Listen, Plus. kind mm-hmm. of a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. But, um, so a lot of people don't understand hormones to, to make it super simple as hormones are simply a, ca- a chemical catalyst to create a change, but they have to be, they ha- the body has to create them into what are called cell signals. So growth hormone gets com- uh, converted by the liver before the body uses it into what are called growth factors. Those All those are is cell signals. That's it. They go into the bloodstream and they trigger cells. So what we did is instead of manipulating the hormone function of your body or manipulating the glandular function that creates the hormones, we just give you the end result. We give you the growth factors specifically because they are uh, they're just protein amino acid chains that you can extract from another mammal, you can take them directly. They're molecularly identical to what your body produces, so you don't incur any of the side effects that you would typically get from a synthetic prescription drug.
1: Okay, wow. So why, what uh, <laughs> took so long to get there? What you know Was it just a matter of they weren't able to figure out how to get the growth factors extracted, or was it... I'm just curious, what, what made it go... Why'd they add the extra step, I guess?
2: The, the, uh, the hormone? Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was kind of the um, the story of growth hormone. I mean, hormone replacements as a synthetic drug uh, replace the hormone entirely. They also have the ability to put you into what we would consider, and a lot of physicians would consider, an abnormal space, which is what some people do want. They want to be able to be pushed past their natural capabilities. We don't have that ability by design, because when you start to get into the abnormal range and you start to manipulate the glandular function, so the glands that actually secrete these hormones, you then are kind of tiptoeing and dabbling in the side effect and the adverse event space. And we don't want anything to do with that. We don't I don't believe that um, synthetic hormone treatments are bad. I just, like our product, they're not for everybody. And we just provide a third alternative, whether it's, you know, prescription HH which is a complete hormone replacement, whether it's a peptide which just squeezes the pituitary or whether it's BioPro, which is just giving you the end result that both do. Um, It's just another option and tool in a physician's bucket that they can offer patients that provide
0: something a little different.
1: I gotcha. Okay. So more extreme cases are necessary.
0: Do you, do you have any kind of success stories of people doing this? I see a lot of cute guys on your website on the pop-up.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, we cute. are very – Not good cuddlers. Are,
0: Those guys are too ripped. Yeah, you know? all pointy. Yeah, very – yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, uh, we've we had great success in the – we've always been in the medical space, but lately, and that lately is the last you know, 24, 36 months – We've had really great success in the combat sports space, so professional fighters, jujitsu, et cetera. And we've had extreme success in the military, veteran, and tactical space. So the products have been tested by um, certain divisions of the FBI. We work a lot with military veterans, um, guys that are you know out of the service, that are looking to heal injuries, feel better. Um, that type of stress level can destroy endocrine function and, and how your hormones naturally operate. So, um, yeah, the guys on the website are all, are all users and, uh, you know, great glaring testimonials. And um, it's, it's been pretty great
1: so far.
0: If you go to bioproteintech.com, you'll see these cute guys in the pop-up that, that uh, comes up on the site.
1: Um, is it prescription only or is it not prescription? Technically, no, it's considered OTC,
2: so it's over-the-counter. Okay. Um, I just you can saw get our four products.
1: providers on the top, and I just... I didn't Correct. So, it.
2: so a large portion of our business is physician-based. So we sell through the clinics. The the physicians actually sell the products as they would sell any other type of uh, treatment or therapy. And then it's also available on our website directly. So we had to build all that kind of functionality during the, the whole COVID thing to be able to provide the products direct to the patient in the event that their clinics were not open. Ooh,
0: that's pretty cool. So you're still able to do both, both kind of channels.
2: A hundred percent. In fact, uh, COVID was the best thing that ever happened to us. That gave us the ability to figure this stuff out and, uh, figure out how to get this all over the place instead of the old school, you know, walk in with a bunch of scrubs on and, and beg for the doctor's time. Instead we could, uh, we figured out how to do it at a
1: breakneck speed compared to that.
0: Yeah. Um, Well,
1: who are your competitors? Do you have any? Is is this your proprietary? The the synthetic
2: drugs. (laughs)
1: um, Yeah, yeah. The
2: the competitors directly are are the synthetic drugs themselves. So peptides are very popular. Um, They have been for several years. They are relatively the same uh, from a cost perspective. They are a little different than a complete hormone replacement. However, the federal government did my job for me back in November of 2023 when they banned the the same peptides that I would have to compete against. So it's been um, – the vacuum created by that has made life exciting for us in the last four months.
0: Okay. I would say the number one competitor is going to be the people that just are scared to try it or scared to look into it.
1: You could, you could say that. I, um, I mean you're kind of using the word competitor loosely now. No, yeah. because that is your
0: number one. You probably have a total area market of a lot of potential people to use it, uh, especially when you look at, like, there's one for uh, your weight, or I guess the BioPro Plus, and then you have a BioPro Plus Cortisleep. Cord Sleep. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, both uh, have a tag for weight. I'm assuming that's weight loss. But you, you see Ozempic and how bonkers that shit's gone. Right. That, that, that kind of throw, I'm not saying these are cutting agents. I'm just saying it's, it's one of those things where the biggest competitor is for people just to be scared to not look into it.
2: And that's very fair, but we actually get a lot of business because people are scared to do the other things to to drugs that you're talking about. We are, we're a, we're a really good gray area for them because as time goes on, each one of these drugs and the, some of the ones that you just mentioned, I won't, you can mention them.
0: But um Oh oh They, oh,
2: <laughs> they end up uh rearing Uh-oh, their Art. ugly head when the uh, <laughs> when the side effects um really start to come up. So now with some of those drugs, you're looking at uh very serious complications that are already starting to show up And those, you know, it's only been a couple of years. So that's why the government typically steps in to uh, to regulate these types of things because they get prescribed what's called off label and for things that they weren't created for and um Sometimes it does bad stuff, so
0: yeah, yeah, the whole um approval system's crazy uh, oh, it's also it's so nuts, it's especially so if you watch that painkiller uh, Netflix series, you're just like, oh my god the, I, the, I mean it's totally believable, I know it's uh, uh
2: Oh, dude, you're in Florida. What are you talking about? I mean, I haven't seen the series, but I know what it's about. I mean, Florida. Right. Is, we uh, lived it. I there's mean, come on. Dude. Uh, yeah. There's an HBO I mean, I series it every day.
0: HBO series about the two uh, Roydhead brothers that were doing op- op- opioids down in South Florida. It's uh, incredible. Um, just every
2: cops episode would be the exact same. It's like they yeah. pull the people over. It's like, OK, what pills do you have? Let's
1: just let's get it out there. Yeah. yeah. Um, good old days.
0: Talk to us about the mental, <laughs> the mental, uh, effects of this stuff. Cause I know it's, uh, you're experiencing some of those results with, with some of your products.
2: So, um, most of the stuff that we you, type of do
0: is it's go ahead. Sorry.
2: Uh, No, that's cool. Um, most of the stuff that we do is it's always really fun to talk about physical stuff and, and deal, talk about pro fighters and dudes like the dudes with the shirts off and everything. But actually the greatest testimonials that come in are from, uh, men and women actually alike, but, um, the change in how they feel. So the first 10 to 14 days is when effects start to kick in. And the first thing that people typically feel is energy. They start to feel mental clarity and energy, and that can be tied to a few different things, but those are the best testimonials. One of the testimonials we talk about all the time is we have like a eight eight time or six time, whatever. It's one of those number world champion of a jujitsu guy. And, uh, you know, we use him and he does all kinds of cool stuff on Instagram. And you would think that his testimonial would be something along the lines of like, hey, it helped me with, you know, this title and I won and whatever, but it had nothing, literally nothing to do with that. In fact, it wasn't even mentioned. What he mentioned was the fact that after training and running his academy and doing all this stuff, his wife actually specifically commented since he had started saying, you know, ever since you've been doing that, you've become a better father. And not that his parenting skills were better, but it was that he had the energy to then come home that day. And instead of, you know, taking a nap mm-hmm. or oh, z- zoning like out, he this. was able to, yeah, he was able to hang out and play with his kids. I mean, that's a huge deal.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, I, mean, I just started teaching P.E. when it just started, but I mean, new new career, and I come home every day and it's like I don't want to get, I just want to lay down. I don't know why. You're it's just like I don't know what the deal is. I'm like, I'm how old normal. are you? Forty.
2: Can I ask how old you are?
1: Forty. You're forty. I'm a man. What
2: if you are
0: like I'm forty? I don't tell my age on the air. Yeah, you don't have
2: to say it. <laughs> I can guess how old you are because you you know you you went to high school 2 years before I did. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like mentally, we were the same age. Mentally you figure it out. Oh, yeah, right, cool. Well, I mean that that makes perfect uh sense physiologically. I mean, your hormones decrease every single year after puberty, sometimes by 50% by 35. So, if you're at 40, you're right at that age when the uh, the light bulb comes on or shuts off, however you want to look at it. And um
1: Goes you know, you call a guy like us. Yeah, man, you try this stuff out.
0: Look like Chris Pratt. That's been bothering me. The, I'm like, who does he oh, look yeah. like? Oh yeah, okay. Chris Pratt with a better oh, yeah. chin, I think. A Better no, jawline. I don't, I don't
2: have a double chin. No, a,
1: a, better, do, jawline. a, a better jawline. Yeah, no, more defined oh, jawline. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah I, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. I, I've gotten that a few times before. Um, you know, I'll take that as a as a compliment. Yeah, that is a compliment. I just blurred
1: out. To, big time movie. You look like Chris hey, Pratt.
0: <laughs> um, so. Uh, I'll, I'll ask for Eric, when, when can we get some, uh, some in kind? Oh, for me (laughs) over here. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, this seems why, what's the, I guess, what's the hindrance uh, or what's the, why aren't people, yeah. Why aren't people doing this when things are too easy, right? It's when things are too good to be true. They usually are. Well, there's
2: not always, it it doesn't work for everybody. I mean, nothing ever does. You can take the most serious synthetic steroid on earth. You can take every synthetic drug, you know, and you know, it's not necessarily going to turn you into Brock Lesnar and you're going to break through the wall like the Kool-Aid guy. Um, so we have limitations, like the synthetic drugs can can outperform us from an abnormal abnormality level. The other thing is that, you know, we ain't free. We're not a 501, you know, C3. We, we cost money and it's not the least expensive thing you could probably swipe your credit card for. So there are there are barriers to entry in that respect.
0: If you go on the site, you get twenty dollars off with that cute guy.
1: Pop-up. You can
2: you can get a coupon code for twenty bucks off. That's true.
1: I imagine you know people are going to their doctor and getting the alternative, like the the actual hormones, because they have insurance or whatever, and they don't have to pay out of their pocket.
2: Well, yep. that's so. That's another thing is that um, most hormone treatments aren't covered by insurance. Yeah. So nope. this is a this is this is the cash pay business. Um, <laughs> or those
1: or, of- or their used- doctor is recommending that just because they're there.
0: We used to have the uh, accounts like these like yeah. two years ago. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, we were in the healthcare marketing area for for a minute. Um, and we remember a lot of insurance talk. It was like, yeah, oh, this is not
1: half of it was insurance talk. <laughs> it was ridiculous,
0: right? Right? Yeah. If you want help <laughs> uh, just... targeting everybody by insurance, we can help you out with that. Um, but it's, uh, I don't know. There's, a, I got a lot of questions, but I know we're we're gonna keep it to about thirty minutes here. Um, you got anything else? Huh? No. I, you know, is it? Um, what can you give us? Like, are you taking it?
2: A million percent. I have been taking it since twenty fourteen. I was uh, a user and paid for it like everybody else prior to acquisition of the company. Well, that's good.
0: Uh, so we worked for a wellness company as well before before this yep, healthier Did that one. too, Yeah. And I thought it was kind of total horseshit. Um, but so the, the effects of it, people, it could be placebo or it could actually work. What were for. you? What were you doing? What were you doing
2: that you thought was like what was the explain help me understand the, um, explain the, how the this horse works crap aspect
1: it was um it was water basically that was uh <laughs> was brilliant hit with a uh was it a laser mm-hmm. some kind of laser frequency physics dude that uh would just you know, changed physics. the composition of the water apparently. And they had, like, a hundred different versions targeted for specific things. Um, on top of that, they had their entire, like, uh, system of evaluation that would, they would, how did they do it? Oh, it was, oh they had a hand scanner. They Remember checked your the residence. Scanner? They, checked your they residence. scanned you. You had a scanner.
0: Now, we're we're not going to mention by name, but if you want to go on my LinkedIn, you can find out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um <laughs>
1: Uh, they had a scanner. It sounds like
0: you were really into it. Well, I mean I- – The way it was explained to me by the CEO who's a mentor of, of mine, I don't want to say for you as well, but, um, you know – Oh, like, I th- – don't need to – no,
1: no, no. I thought you meant the
0: other one. No, not okay, the owner, the CEO. Um, he was like, can you explain how this pencil drops like that? And I was like, what? And he was like, I don't need to really explain it that it, it does it. And people benefit from this. I don't know everything about it. <laughs> well, like, so
1: anyway, the, they would scan you, and then uh, it would spit out a uh, a prescription, basically of which ones you should take. Oh, so by I started the, by out the palm of your hand. Yeah. Yes, and they actually okay. moved on to a voice scan, where you would count down okay. ten to not, ten to one. Um, you know, I I I was like, first got there, I was like, what the hell is this, and then. I was there, and I started taking, it and I I felt better when I took certain ones, and it was like okay, whatever. Uh, you get a diagnosis. Then we parted ways. You get it, and I was like, that was bullshit.
0: You put you put your hand on a Scientology <laughs>
1: reader thing, right? And then, yeah. but honestly, looking back now, I don't know it. It might have some actual uh, well, legit effects that we just can't measure properly now, but well, I have no idea.
0: We'll tell you about it off here. They, <laughs>
2: Yeah, there's a lot of stuff like that. I, I, um, we, you know, we do medical expos and we do that and send salespeople to those and and do all those things. And I do attend at least one a year, and it's it's one of the larger ones. And there's always some weird sort of hand thing you put in and it scans it, or it's like, I mean, the things that people will tell you there, and and you know, there's good, there's bad, there the there's the indifferent. A lot of it is you know new cutting edge stuff, and a lot of it is like really crazy stuff. I mean, the claims that are made are absolutely extreme, but I've seen the hand stuff and everything like that. One time when I was my first show ever, right after we bought the company, I had to like, uh, we bought the company and on the the paperwork, we'll say December 1st of 2018. And on the ninth, I had to go to the biggest medical expo of the year. And and medicine wasn't really my forte, right? I And anyway, so I'm going there and I'm talking about the products and stuff like that. And I had a guy who And these are all like the craziest doctors in the world from all over the world will come to these things. And they're like world renowned. I don't know who any of these people are. And he's like, oh, I'm interested in your products. I'm like, okay, cool. He's like, well, I need you to hold it. And, or no, he's like, he's like, I need you to hold your hand out. I'm going to hold it. And he takes it and he, he holds it against his groin. And then he's like, I need you to count your heartbeats. And then he like tilts his head back. And he's like holding it to himself while he's counting it and like, and like holding me there. And I have no idea what's going on. I'm just trying to make a living at this point. And like, uh, I had no idea what's going on. He's like, Oh, I love it. I love it. I'll take X amount. And I was like, this is one of the like weirdest experiences of my entire life. It was, it was shocking. But those types of things at those shows happen all the time. There was, uh, two years ago, there was a huge dome. You're going to get a kick out of this and then I'll shut up.
0: No, I, I have so many get, questions like, from the previous yeah, story. Like, yeah, you were like, you were like <laughs> it sounded like you were an assisted dildo or something. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I know. Did, you know, did he get off?
1: Still, you I still
2: clearly, I tell still tell that story. It still haunts me. And if I told you the guy's last name, it wouldn't even like his last name was Epstein. It was a whole thing. <laughs> oh, like, oh boy, it wasn't the actual guy, but it was clearly but it family was, member. It was Timmy, like wild. Timmy, His it, I don't brother. know. I, I mean, who knows, dude? But the things are just wild. It, it, the other time, there was a um, a giant dome, okay? So it's a massive room in Vegas, right? It's a huge conference room. I mean, they do the biggest shows all over the place in these things. So there's this huge dome. It's like 20 foot tall. And these girls would walk around to the booths and be like, and this is a medical show. These are MDs, DOs, surgeons, plastic surgeons, like Hookers. the two. The, the no, no. There's models for trade yeah. shows. It's
0: crazy. There's a yeah. whole It's a and whole college industry. Around.
2: And they're like, you got to come to this dome with us and you need to come follow. And I was like, ah, I'm all set. And so they would, my wife was with me at that time and they would come around and grab it. But I had like my other sales guy and whatever. He ran off. I'm going to the dome. (laughs) They go in the dome and then it was for emotional support or something. And you would go in there and like lay down. And then they would play all kinds of lights and you would just scream and cry. Like, like, I'm mad at my parents. And, like, I – it was – dude, it was – you would listen to this with drums beating and screaming from grown – well, successful, with air quotes, adults from the other side of the room. I mean, it's absolutely wild. So the water thing is the least of my concerns. There is much yeah.
1: wilder stuff. Yeah.
0: well it's, I thought he was going to say orgy. No, well, I – you know th- – that's even uh, look the orgy. Weirder. Weirder. That was the orgies, was weirder. yeah. the orgies less horrifying. Right, I guess
1: that. I mean <laughs> you know, that's easy.
0: Yeah. The <laughs> I was thinking biodome the whole time you said dome. <laughs> I don't know why. Um hmm. I'm a weird That was
2: a great film. I think that film is highly underrated. Uh, I agree.
0: I'm gonna have to rewatch that one. I'm, I'm probably <laughs> no, gonna go, no, it's not it's that good. It's better great, in but, your memory. But uh depends how much edibles how much uh, milligrams of my edible. Um Look, man, we'll have to get together with you, uh, you know, in real life. Yeah, do a real-life podcast. And uh, we'll have you back on because I think we just got the tip of the iceberg with a lot of stories and uh, testimonials you have. Um, We're... uh, people find you on uh, social media, any, what's the plugs? Yeah, yeah. I
2: always tell people to just, um, you know, the shirtless dudes caught your eye. So I, I always tell people to send them <laughs> in the same direction of, uh, you know, go to the Instagram. That's where you're going to see real guys that use our product and who we are as a brand. And it's, uh, we don't do any of the weird, hard sales tactic, crazy stuff. It's a, uh, it's a good community to become a part of. And if you got questions they get answered and there's somebody always working it. So Uh, uh, that's at Bioprotein Tech B I O P R O T E I N T E C H. Website is exactly the same bioproteintech.com B I O P R O T E I N T E C H.com. And, uh, yeah, we'd uh, love to have you come on board. Appreciate it. Awesome.
0: Appreciate you coming on,
1: bud. Yeah,
2: man. Thank Um. you guys for your time. I appreciate you, uh, humoring me and listening to my stories.
1: (laughs) You're humoring us.
2: Yeah.